Hello and welcome to the Every Woman Network podcast, a chance for you to engage with some fresh ideas for you and your career development. In this episode, you'll hear from Every Woman expert Lucy Ball on how to deal with tricky colleagues. Lucy has worked in leadership and development for over 20 years. Her training in optimism, self-awareness and building relationships has seen a profound improvement in clients' results and confidence. In every work environment, there are varied personalities and tricky types that can be difficult to work with. Lucy will explore tricky relationships that you might encounter at work and how working with tricky types can be beneficial for your personal development. Over to you, Lucy. What do I mean by a tricky type? Let's start there. So a tricky type is somebody who pushes your buttons. Not only that, it's where there is a pattern of you tending to feel this way around this type of personality. So it's the type that you tend to get a similar feeling about whenever you meet them. And push, what do I mean by pushing your buttons? I mean that this is a type of person around whom you might feel some, some quite strong stirrings, feelings, dislike, irritation, discomfort, maybe even fear, anxiety, maybe even disgust. I just can't bear to be around them. And you might also experience quite a lot of judgment of that person. These are all the, the things you don't like about them, the things you judge them to be, to be getting wrong. So that's what I mean by a tricky type. Your buttons are pushed and it's a type. It's not just one individual. It's a recognizable type that tends to make you feel that way throughout your life. So I'm going to start with the critics and the naysayers. These are the types who almost whatever you do, they'll always point out the thing you got wrong. Or whatever you suggest, they'll say, oh, no, we've tried that before. Then there's the angry shouters. These, these might have quite kind of volcanic reactions. They'll let their feelings known. They might bang the desk or raise their voice. The dull and boring, kind of the opposite of the angry shouters. They keep themselves back. They don't express themselves, maybe a bit gray. Maybe they really irritate you. The messy and disorganized, does it drive you crazy when people aren't on top of things? Do people who are really super helpful drive you mad? You know, the ones who go, oh, I'll do it. I can help. Maybe it's the poor me types, the, the slight sort of victim approach to the world. I can't do it. I need help. This always happens to me. Or is it the know-it-alls, the kids at school that always had their hand up, the clever clogs in the team who seems to know everything? Or the fizzy and passionate, maybe people who are just full of enthusiasm and always got lots of get up and go about their work. Do they drive you mad? Or is it the ambitious achievers wanting to get to the top and make a difference, have power over other people, climb the ladder? Or is it the political manoeuvrers? Those people are a bit savvy, play the politics at work to get what they want. I'm going to do now is I'm going to ask you just to dig underneath a little bit of the type or just one type you find tricky so I want you to pick a type it may be you want you want to pick your own or maybe you want one from my list and I want you to do a couple of things I want you to write down all of your judgments about that type those are things you might think of them um, and criticize them for but different to judgments and thoughts is feeling so I also want you to get underneath a little bit how do they really make you feel so I'm going to give you a couple of examples from my own experience so one of the types that I find tricky is a poor me type 
I, I have judgments like they're lazy, they just want me to do all their work, they need to pull their socks up. But if I really get underneath my judgments and think about how I'm feeling, I kind of feel a bit tired, a bit responsible for them and like I have to help. Another type is the political maneuverers. So I might judge that they can't be trusted. Gosh, that person's got the ear of the CEO and I don't. They're going to win this game of politics because underneath what I'm really feeling is a bit vulnerable, like I'm not as good at my job as them or I feel a bit competitive or a bit jealous. So just work through that for you with your own type. What are your judgments and how do you feel underneath those judgments? about this person. Lucy has talked through the different tricky types and got us all thinking about which type we find most difficult. Next, she'll talk through how to deal with them, exploring why we might find this type of person hard to work with. I want to talk you through how to handle a tricky type. And I'm going to cover that in two blocks. The first block is what I'm calling the outer game. So that is the conversation that I have with the tricky type. You know, I have to work with this person. So on the outside, what are the, what's the kind of conversation I need to have with them? But I'm also going to cover that inner game. What's the conversation I need to have with myself? And we're going to spend a little bit more time on that shortly. So I'm going to start with the outer game. There are three areas of focus when we're having a conversation with a tricky type and or working alongside them. And I'd like you to just think about which area of focus do you tend to give your attention to? And which area of focus do you tend to miss when you're having a conversation with a tricky type? So the first area of focus is a focus on yourself. Often when we're having a conversation with someone who triggers us, we can forget to focus on who I am and what I want and that I matter. In our fluster or our feeling or our judgments about the other person, we might forget that we're a person too, we matter, and we want to be seen, and what we want and who we are is important. So that's the first area of focus to keep in mind. And also some things to say to a tricky type. You know, this is my experience. This is what I want. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. So that's one area of focus. And of course, the second area of focus is the focus on the other person. Sometimes we can lose sight of the fact that they are a human being. They're not just this angry volcano that's dri driving us mad. They're a complex person who have their, has their own experience and also has needs and wants. So sometimes we can forget to really be curious about the other person. Who are you? What's your experience? What do you want and need? And we can sometimes forget to let the other person know that I see you and that you matter as well. So as I'm talking through these two areas of focus, you might be starting to realize, ah, oh, I forget that I matter. <laughs> or you might be starting to realize that when you're triggered by a tricky type, you forget that they matter. I don't know which is true for you. It depends for me, actually. If I'm scared, I tend to forget that I matter. If I'm angry, I tend to forget that they matter. And of course, the third area of focus is a focus on us. Because often with tricky types, they might be in our family, they might be in our teams. We want to find a way forward. We want to be able to have an adult conversation where we negotiate how we're going to move forward together. 
And sometimes we forget that there's an us, there's a me, there's a you, but there's also how are we going to work this out? And often um, with a tricky type, we're a little bit afraid of getting to that kind of negotiation and that focus on what are we going to do to sort this out? Now, I'm not saying any of that is easy, which is why we need the inner game. This is the conversation that we need to have with ourselves around a tricky type. It's about self-reflection, self-awareness and self-management. Because often when we meet a tricky type, the most valuable information is about ourselves and what this person has stirred up for us. That is our own stuff, our own psychology. So I'm going to go into some aspects of what happens to our psychology when we meet somebody who we find tricky to work with or triggering. The first aspect is historical relationships. Sometimes someone who triggers us, someone we find tricky, is that way because from our family, from our friendship groups, from our schooling, from previous jobs, we've met someone like this before. Maybe we met them when we were pretty young. So it may be that this new colleague at work who's driving you mad with their poor me victim attitude really reminds you of your little sister who never did anything for herself and responsible big sister had to go and do everything for her. And she was just, I can't do it. I can't do it. It may be that what's stirring up in you is historical. It's not really, doesn't really belong to the here and now and your, your current colleague. It belongs to a relationship that maybe mattered a lot to you in the past that gave you a lot of cause for distress. So who does this type remind you of can be a really illuminating question. Lucy has given us some ideas as to why that tricky type triggers us so much. Next, she'll talk us through how a shift in our own mindset could help. The second thing to explore in your own psychology is whether this person has caused you to have to meet a part of yourself that you have found unacceptable or other people have found unacceptable in the past. So a question to ask yourself is, in what way am I not friendly with the part of myself that is represented by this tricky type. So let's take the shouty, angry type as an example. So if I'm finding that person um, really stimulating, I'm, I'm stirred up, I might feel anxious around them, I might, I might feel frightened around them, but I might also feel very judgmental. You shouldn't be like that in the world. You shouldn't raise your voice. You shouldn't express your anger like that. It could be that the angry part of me is something I'm not very friendly with. And every emotion has some real value. Anger is a hugely useful emotion because it gives us energy to hold a boundary. Anger helps us to hold our ground, to say no to protect ourselves, to defend ourselves. It's a really useful emotion. But if, for example, we were brought up not to express anger in our family, if it was unacceptable for you to raise your voice or to feel cross about something, that part of ourselves may have got split off, repressed, and is not a part we're friendly enough with. And then we see somebody who can be freely angry all over the place. And we 
we come directly in, in touch with a part of ourselves that's in our shadow. And what this can suggest to us is something about capacities that we need to learn. So that's the third question of the three questions about your own psychology is what in what way might it help me <laughs> to be a bit more like this tricky type? So example with the political maneuverer, maybe it would actually be really useful for me at this stage of my career to get a bit more organizationally savvy, to build my stakeholder network a bit more, to have the ear of the right people. It doesn't mean that I'm going to become a nasty politician who steps on everybody to get their own way. But I could learn the capacity just to be a little bit more streetwise in how I go about navigating this organization. So there might be something to learn. For example, my poor me type that drives me crazy. You know, perhaps I'm very busy being responsible for other people and taking care of other people. But it might help me to be a little bit more willing to say to, to other people, will you help me? I can't do it. Please help. I need help. That's a capacity that I could learn from somebody who's a little bit of, more of a poor me person. It doesn't mean I'm going to turn into the, to the complete polar opposite of myself, but it could be a capacity that I need to learn and build. So I'm going to try and summarise this idea of managing ourselves around tricky types. So the first step of your process is noticing, is pausing. I've met this person. I've been in a meeting with this person. I've had an email from this person. My buttons have been pushed. Instead of reacting, instead of firing off an email, instead of gossiping with a friend about what an idiot this person is, we hit pause, we don't react, and we go back to our little list of what am I thinking, what are my judgments, and what are the feelings underneath all of that. And then we can look at what we've written down and ask ourselves, are my thoughts and are my feelings proportional to the person and the circumstances here and now? Are the thoughts I'm having about them really true? Are they really fair? Are the feelings I'm having about them proportional to the situation? Um, and the current context and it may be absolutely yes so there's a little decision in your process if yes if they're entirely proportional great take appropriate action move to responding and deciding how to to move forward with this person but if you think actually no there's more to explore here then it's about getting into your own psychology. Who does this person remind me of? What unacceptable part of myself do they represent? What could I learn from them? How could I, I, I own my part in the reaction that I've had to this person at first? And then I can move to some appropriate action and get back to dealing with the person that's really in front of me, not the person... Um, from the past who first gave me this complex about this type of person or, or set off this pattern of behavior. The idea that when we meet a tricky type, some of the work we have to do is the outer work of getting into conversations with people we feel a little bit more uncomfortable with, to remember that we matter, that they matter, and you can negotiate your way forward together. 
a lot of the work we need to do is our own work and checking our own psychology and our own inner game about why we're so stirred up by this person and be mature and grown up and adult enough to look at what we have to learn and how meeting this person could actually be a bit of a gift and a prompt to our own self-development rather than the nightmare that we um, we judge them to be. That was Lucy Bort on how to deal with tricky colleagues. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Every Woman Network podcast. Continue your career journey on the Every Woman Network by logging into your personal dashboard at www.everyman.com.